Juggling Podcast number 33. This week's topic is combat. Hello and welcome to Juggling Podcast number... 33. Hi, uh, my name's Luke Burge and we're recording this in Berlin. Sitting next to me is... Paula Brentle. And um, we've actually got a microphone each this evening. Uh, yeah, finally. Because I've been back in the UK and I went to my parents' house and I picked up a, a little mixing desk and a new... Um, well, not a new one, it's my old mini disc recorder, but it's a big one so we can put everything through that and yeah, it should be and cool. And it means I can shut them up whenever I want to. It means Paula can speak over like me. Like now, yeah, no problem at all. I know. And Great. I, I, can't I love just, it already. I can't just... Fantastic. Yeah, you're a bit too loud there though. I can be as loud as I want. <laughs> Okay, because so, I have my own microphone. Okay, just don't shout into it too much, though. Uh, so yeah, here we go. Let's catch up with some news. Last week, I was out of the country getting passport stuff, and that took quite a lot of effort. It was meant to take one day, but because there was a bit of damage to my old passport, it had to take a week. So that's why I stayed in the UK a bit longer, and that's why we didn't get a. That's what he out. says. It was true. It's true. Yeah. Okay, so um, Bristol Convention was where I spent most of the week, and that's one of my favourite conventions ever. I've not been there for. Actually, quite a long time, uh, for three years or something, and uh, it was really, really good to be back. I would do a review of it, like an in-depth review, but it's mainly like sit in a field, eat some food, juggle in a big top, play some games, and repeat, and drink a bit, and repeat. And cool. That's, no, it is really cool. Cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so not really a lot to say about Bristol. The show was pretty cool, though. They had some uh, good acts in there. My favourite act of all of them was um, Vooks from the Mad French Posse. He was doing his stuff. You remember seeing him at the uh, at the e- EJC? Um, he was one of the guy who was doing mad stuff in the show that I hosted. You remember that at the EJC this year? Diablo guy. No? Was he with two or was he by himself? He was just by himself. Oh, the one who, where you knew he could do a lot of stuff. But and he, he kept dropping. Yeah. Okay, I know who he was. Yeah, anyway, Vooks, he's pretty cool. Anyway, he did this routine with a little microphone attached to his um, his uh, shirt. And then his microphone went through his laptop. And his laptop had speech recognition programs in it. And then he could say, speed up. And the music would speed up. And when he dropped, he could go pause. And the music would pause. And then he did this whole section where he was doing like this. Um, uh, so it was a whole pause. Or did he have a better show this time? No, no, no. Less he was drops. Yeah, much less drops. It was okay. really actually a really good show. Uh, lots of mad skills. But the best bit was is when he start he started doing a Star Wars piece, and he was doing like throwing and letting go of the stick and catching it again in different ways. Uh, I won't spoil it to to show what you say what he was doing. But every time he would go to catch the uh, the the hand stick, he would say catch, and it would do one of those like lightsaber noises as well. So every time he was doing it, he was going catch and it was perfectly in time and of course it was perfectly in time because he was controlling the soundtrack anyway very very good uh, routine there and also on the uh, on the Saturday I was talked into hosting the games and the games went really good in my opinion I think they went well so I pretty much I can't say anything to that I wasn't there no but uh, what I did was just take the list of games that we did at the Berlin convention and pretty much did those games exactly so uh, I knew it went it would go well and it did go well and it was always good to get the uh, get the feedback. People saying, "Oh, I don't normally like games, but hey, these games are really good." And people said that to me again, and that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. we normally put a lot of effort in there. Well, I did put a lot of effort into it. So, Paula, um, uh, tell me about your week last week. I heard you went to see a show. You mentioned that. Yeah. Um, first, my week was great. Privately, mm-hmm. privately it was great, um, but. 
business-wise, horrible. Like everything went wrong that could go wrong. But I met a lot of old friends, so I had a good time. And one of the things I did was I went to the Circus Cambodia, the young Khmer culture. I have no idea how you say okay, that. Okay, Cambodia is Cambodia, so it's a Cambodian Yeah, but uh, what youth is that? Khmer. 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 Khmer, yeah. I never heard that word. Anyway. Um, it was a really good show, mainly because of the characters. The skills were good or okay, but nothing actually special. But their characters were fantastic, and they had a, a really nice story around it. Mainly it was about... Four guys wanting one girl, but in a sweet mm-hmm. and childish... Do you say childish? Charming? No, childish. Well, childish like, is sort of like not very nice, but childlike, maybe? Childlike, yeah. yeah. <laughs> childlike way. And yeah, one of their big tricks was, for example, three people on top of, uh, on top of each other on the roller bowler. Three high sh- shoulder yeah, stand. I think that was quite impressive. I'm impressed anyway, on yeah. the roller bowler. Pretty cool. And ha- handstand on top of another person on the roller bowler. You're saying it was mostly acrobatics and uh, and contortion, did you say? No, it was a big mix. Ah. Five five um, artists and four musicians doing live music while the whole show. And no, they did everything. And what's the what's the what's um, uh, what was the name of the show itself? Because wait a second, we have, we've got the information oh, here as well. Yeah, now you get me into go for it. There French, you, go. you bitch. Okay. Uh, de quatre à cinq. De quatre cinq is what the show is called. Un cinq. Un cinq. De yeah. quatre un cinq. Um, so uh, if you get a chance to see that show, you'd recommend it, Paula? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, some Cambodian circus. It's really like different because of the, yeah, of the people. They had a lot of fun. They enjoyed themselves. You could see that. So you enjoyed yourself as well. Good stuff. And it was open air. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, if it was weather's good, I guess it's good. Anyway, uh, what's what's the next? Any other news, or what's the next sh- thing that we're going to do? Show that we're going to see. Well, your parents are coming over. They're going to be arriving in an, an hour or so. I hope we'll go and see the soap show. The soap show, which is the, the chameleon, which is a big variety show at the chameleon. Did you have the information for that as well? Did no. You? Oh, you couldn't you find it. That I couldn't find. Oh, it. I, sorry, you I put it away. I put away this flyer, so I knew where it was. Okay. You put away the other. Anyway, flyer. the soap the, the soap show is one that was just going <laughs> to run for <laughs> the summer. Normally, you would have shut me up by then. Hey, I can't pull the. <laughs> I have my microphone. <laughs> the soap show is, is a, a big, uh, one of these big variety shows, but lot, lots of, like, it's not just an act and an act and an act. It's sort of got a theme running through it, and that's people having a bath, I think, isn't it? And, and showering and soaping themselves down. Um, and To it, be honest, I don't know a lot about the show. I just know it's a lot of foam, a lot of foam and water. A lot of foam and water. Yeah. In one show, In which, which, is, which is a great theme, I think. I hope. Anyway, so... Uh, uh, we're really looking forward to seeing that, uh, and apparently it's very good because it was only going to be here for a few months, but they've extended the run through uh, till the end of October or something. So I heard until next year, or maybe they've extended sure it even that. more. So it's obviously a very popular show here in Berlin. Anyway, I think that's caught up with uh, news. So let's just get onto a, a bit of uh, feedback that we've got. Paul is drinking some tea, and uh, oh, first of all, uh, about last week's uh, podcast a guy called Hans we did an interview with him from Shake That he also was part of the Addicted DVD you remember we talked to him about the Addicted DVD um, and yeah. the big project that they had anyway they've now released that as a download online so uh, you can actually download the entire thing um, just go to this web address www.circuspla which is c-i-r-c-u-s-p-l-a dot net forward slash addicted and that will get you 
all these links and you can download the full DVD and the addicted teaser which is a trailer for it the shake that promo and extras thing and all this kind of great stuff that we uh, we really enjoyed seeing the uh, yeah. the shake that promotional DVD uh, nothing not- compared to the show Oh, the show was fantastic, but uh, in the DVD, you can there's loads of stuff with uh, Freddie and Paul and all these great, great stuff in the entire DVD. And actually, they've put on now also a link to the interview that we uh, that we recorded with Hans. Look at that. Isn't that cool? <laughs> cool. Anyway, so uh, yeah, you they can... Yeah, quick. You're also, they if are you, busy. If you didn't download last week's uh, podcast, you can actually download it from that link that I just gave you. And no, you can't anymore. Too many people downloaded it already. Hey, you know, it's, it's a very popular podcast uh, last last week so uh, anyway how uh, many people to download it so far around about i think it's about 900 people downloaded it in wow. one week so it's a it's a popular week last week um so yeah let's uh, move on we are famous for an hour yeah not for 10 minutes famous for 15 minutes it was a, oh, 15. A, yeah famous for 15 people is what we said once um <laughs> anyway i'm just trying to i'm trying to look at my page and look at the look at my browser as well ah that's it okay so there's a guy called marco emailed me and he's from Finland, and he was running the Finnish Diabolo convention a month ago. And uh, he says, There are many people who put the Diabolo in their crotch. For example, when starting Three Diablo Low, at the festival we started to tell people that it's ugly and that you shouldn't it's do it. It's crotch between your legs. Put- between your legs so uh, he says what we're doing now after the festival is to try and get people to see it as a bad thing and uh, he says I've heard that you're against it as well and it's true I'm really against people putting diablos between their between their legs and their crotch and uh, it's something so you prefer putting it in your mouth and trying to talk while you have it in your mouth well sometimes I have done that (laughs) as a show and it's funny to do that and otherwise I just put it on the floor uh, or put it on a prop case or just tuck it into my arm or hold it in my hand anywhere pretty much but between your legs. So anyway, he actually uh, sent me these links to the <laughs> forum and check out this poster. Um, and it's a poster saying uh, with with a diabolo between the people's legs. Over two thousand diabolos are being raped every day. It's happening here. It's happening now. And it's and it's a poster against the putting of diabolos between the legs. And they put another one. It's uh, over two thousand diabolos are being raped every day. There's no excuse for abuse. Um, zero tolerance for domestic abuse juggling observation center so it's it's a uh, sort of like one of those um, public service posters that they've put up there and i think it's actually quite quite well done isn't it, it looks quite uh, looks quite good yeah what yeah anyway so i'm i think i'm going to get behind this um getting rid oh, yeah. stopping what there are important things in the world. There are important things in the world, and I think actually, if you're just practicing, you For can example, put the diabolo. For example, world peace. Put the diabolo anywhere you want it, but if you're on stage, don't put it between your legs. So there you go. Anyway, let's get onto another one. Oh, talking of world peace, we got a, an email off West Peden, and he says, "World peace." It's just look at that. Oh, I wasn't going to bring up that. Um, what that email. what did he say? He goes, "A stellar podcast smothered in awesome sauce." Because he also sent in. What What does it mean? <laughs> a stellar podcast. Stellar means star-like stellar uh-huh. a podcast is a podcast smothered means to cover something until it can't breathe anymore an awesome source i think is just a, a kind of source that he has made up uh which which covers you in awesomeness i think okay i already have i still have no idea what he okay uh, he but just he yeah, just liked the pod- things to be honest all it, what, what he well. did was send in his um fantasy vision bot manipulation uh series continuation of it so if you uh, that's a competition that we're running if you want to win some dvds send in your competition entries just remember we were talking about that back in podcast 29 when we talked to um oscar ranga 
the uh, Vranga. Vranga. Uh, so that's cool. And one final piece of feedback here that I just had. What was it talking about? Oh yeah, a guy called C- Cody talking about uh, when we were talking about um, the uh, street performing last week. His idea is what he did was that he gets a sign and he puts a sign out when he's just practicing on the street or just juggling on the street, not doing a proper show. He puts a sign out saying, "Please help me attend a juggling festival." And he says it works really well because people look at it and go, "Oh, he wants to attend it." You know, one of those sort of like they feel like they're giving to a charity to support the cause of juggling. What is it? He puts a sign out. Yeah. And the sign says, please help me attend a juggling festival. Attend is go to. Yeah, attend is go to a juggling festival. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet. Because you think, oh, yeah, sure, I want him to go. Yeah. I want him to learn something better. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so that was, was, uh, that's cool. Also, someone else, I can't find the email now, but they said, why don't you put links on the webpage? So all these links that we give out and places around the internet that we tell people to go to, and nobody can find them. So um, that's why. Yeah, because Luke doesn't have a job and he doesn't have a lot of time. Anyway, so no, I just. What does Malta say? Uh, we did that email last oh. week. Anyway, so um, if you want to see this, um, this, this pictures about the Diabolos, just go to um, diabolo.ca. Click on the forums and find the. Uh, Please don't place the Diabolo to your crotch thread there, uh, and you can find it. So um, or I think that's just all. type into Google crotch and Diabolo. No, no, because it's on the forum. I think it's new. They won't, be, oh. won't be able to find that straight off. So anyway, let's get onto the meat of the matter because we've been going at far too long for already and we should actually just get onto the main subject of this we don't have any interview this week we do have other interviews recorded but we're saving them for later we wanted to talk about combat three club combat three ball combat and gladiators didn't cool. we Polo? yeah okay so uh, let's do it um yeah i think we just might as well get straight into it we won't uh, won't go on too long it would keep a, a short podcast today um what am i trying to find that oh yes so i'm just trying to find my notes here um keep talking Polo, while i get the f- notes no, just cut it out. <laughs> okay, so uh, first of all, um, do you know where the, what the name of combat is, Paula? What it means. Combat. No, 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 no. You know the name is combat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, some people don't call it combat; they call it gladiators. So, first of all, I just want to clear that oh, up. Oh yeah, true. Um, so, I what, always wondered. Yeah, what is the difference between combat and gladiators? Actually, there is no difference between the two games. There's no difference between the uh, the the meanings of them. It's just that mainly in the United Kingdom. What does combat mean? Uh, let me just finish this. So in, in the United Kingdom, people call it gladiators, and uh, in Europe and most of the rest of the world, it's called combat. Combat means fighting. It means war. It means any time when there's some kind of conflict between two parties. Uh, it could be called combat. So it's all like really not right. It's not a cool title because like gladiator is you put these gladiators out in a big arena, and then you put lines onto them or another group <laughs> which means groups are fighting against single people okay. but at gladiators everyone is fighting against everyone yeah but that's there what are no friends I, the thing is i don't think you should take the names literally when you say gladiators i don't actually think it means like uh, fight to the death with swords and russell crowe comes in and hits a tiger over the head and you know all that kind of stuff it's uh, neither does it mean sort of like big muscly guys dressed in light trying to climb up pyramids and hitting each other with foam did you see gladiators in germany did you have that uh of course we have <laughs> i don't know anyway so but uh, i we watched it together it's one of your favourite films, isn't no, it? No, 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 not that. I'm talking about the TV show. With, with oh, oh no, I never I'd, heard of it. Okay, well, forget that. Anyway, so uh, let's get over the names. So combat just means combat, and gladiator just means gladiator. They mean the same thing. So, 
What? Nothing. I'm just, I, no, I just wanted to clear up, you know, because some people, why is it called Gladiator? Why is it called Combat? It doesn't matter. You can call it either. It's just that most people in the UK will call it Gladiators. Most people outside will call it Combat. So, um, you know what the history of Gladiators is? Combat is Polar. Well, no. it worked like this. What happened was that some people were standing round and they all had three clubs and one person said, hey, should we see who can juggle three clubs the longest? And the next person said, yeah, that would be really good. So they went, okay, one, two, three, go. And they started juggling and, uh, and one person wasn't very good and one person was really, really good. So the person who kept on losing all the time, he thought, well, tell you what, it's who can juggle the longest. It's not who's best at three club juggling. It's just who can juggle the longest. So he threw one club up and knocked the other clubs out of the other guy's hands. And he won that game. And then he said, wait a second, that's not fair. And he says, but there's no rules against this. So the next time the other guy tried to do it back again, but he hadn't practiced that high throw and a swipe out the side. So he didn't get it. And the other guy stepped away and they said, hey, you moved. And it's like, no, it's not. It, there's no rules to say that you have to stay in the same place. And so then what happened is that they started running. And then one guy said, oh, but you're now juggling two clubs in one hand and you're hitting me. And they said, hey, but there's no rules against that. And the Oh, okay. So what actually happened was that these two guys, let's call them so Tom and John. One was good in juggling and one was clever. <laughs> yeah. And that's actually what it comes down to, really, is that it's really who keeps juggling the longest? Who keeps juggling three clubs the longest? No rules. And that is pretty much combat. Except um, you are not allowed to hurt someone. Okay, but that rule... So there is that, a rule. That rule came in later, I think. Oh, uh, after the first person <laughs> lost an eye or what? Yeah, and they said, hey, wait a second, physical body harm isn't in the rules. And the other one said, you're always in the it's rules. It's got nothing to do with juggling. Okay, so, so that's actually where the ethics... Of, so there's no rules of, of gladiators, but there are sort of like ethics of, of way of pl playing fair, being nice and morals and stuff like that. So let's just uh, go through some of these ethics of combat, ed ethics of gladiators. First thing is, like Polo just said, don't smack people in the face, really. Steer away from the face. Actually, try not to uh, hit, have any bodily contact yeah, at all. Yeah, go for the clubs, yeah, not that, for the body. That's the whole point. The target is the other person's clubs. That's it. So just go for the or other bottom. person's club. No. <laughs> Yeah, what's that kind of combat called? I can't remember. Cheeky combat. I can't remember. The cheeky combat is just normal combat, but you've got to slap people on the ass quite a lot as well with your clubs. Not slap. It's more like kick. tap. Yeah, like yeah. tap them. Tap them on the ass with the uh, with the, with your club just to make it uh, to to make it funny. Funny. Yeah, and just to, and to humiliate them and sort of warn them that you're coming from behind. So yeah, that's the first thing of ethics. Don't. You're not actually aiming for anybody's body. There are ways of doing it. If you want to walk backwards into someone. Uh, some people say that's okay and you can sort of just push people a bit and that's fine and if you sort of like accidentally hit someone in the, on the knuckles you can't really avoid it but the whole point is that it's who's best at juggling rather than who's the most violent or who's the biggest guy and it just makes it fair for everyone because otherwise it'll just be the, the biggest people um, yeah, winning all the, the time. Yeah but the biggest people are winning all the time. It is Jochen from Germany and it is Jay Gilligan from wherever he is from. Oh, they no. are the biggest guys. And they always no, win. it's they don't win because they're the biggest. They win because they're the yeah, best. Yeah, but they are the biggest. No, but I, you know, you've seen Ofrek Shilton go up against people and and wipe the floor. I with them. just say that actually the biggest people win. Okay, sometimes. No, it's I, okay. accidental, no, but no, it, yeah, okay. it is true. Okay, so anyway, that's the first, yeah, sure. So brute force doesn't make you friends. That's what I've written down here in my in my notes here. What? So brute force. 
Brute force oh. means like violence and, and just strength doesn't uh, uh, make friends at all. So, um, so when you're starting off, say everyone sort of stands in a big circle, okay? This is probably like the, the classic combat. Everyone stands in a big circle. Everyone hits two clubs between to each other. You know, they go tap, 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 tap. And once everyone is hitting their clubs together, then one person will start juggling. And then everyone else starts juggling. And it's about then that you can actually start running out and attacking people. And there you go. The game has begun. So what you don't do if you want it to be a good game, is just hit the person next to you and the person the other side of you. So always step forward a bit and go for people at least two jugglers away or let other people move and then start attacking people or just run straight across to the other side and attack those people. Because if you're standing in a circle and it's quite packed close together, if everyone just went for the people beside each other, the game would last about 12 seconds. And um, and would uh, end in a circle. Yeah, and end with just a big circle of clubs on the floor and nothing mm. else. So just be uh, just be sensitive about that. Just let people move before, like for about three or four seconds before you start attack, attacking them. If you both stand there for about 20 seconds and both of you haven't moved yet, yeah, sure, then you can attack the guy standing next to you. But um, that's always a big thing that people have to learn when they first begin playing because they think, aha, what I'll do, I'll just ta- attack the person next to me and they'll knock them out. Yeah, you could do that, but it's, it's not fun for anyone. Also, at the end, if there's like three or four people left in, don't hang about. Actually, it's called combat for a reason, because you're meant to attack people. It's not called defense, and it's not called run away. It's called combat. And people, everyone standing around the outside, actually wants to see people fighting. And that's what they want to see. Well, not fighting, but um, going for each other's clubs. So don't hang around. Thomas Dietz is a real bad one for this one, because he will always get down to the last few by running away from people. And he's very good, so if he wanted to, he could get down to the end, no problem. Uh, and then he always just runs around and starts doing tricks and starts doing three-in-one hand and doing pirouettes and Mills Mess, and he just takes ages. And people don't want to see how good Thomas Dietz is at juggling. They just want to see him get in there and attack the other guy. Um, but he runs away quite a lot. Another thing that you should not do is is not juggle three clubs because it's called three club combat or if you're doing it with balls three ball combat and so what some people will do they will throw a club really high and they won't have any chance of getting that club at all and they'll run into someone or try and then knock someone's clubs out the way it's called a kamikaze attack and it's not very fun and it's a sign of a weak player if you just throw a club in the air and then just run away after it with no chance of grabbing it at all you have to be in control of three clubs and that's sort of pretty much the definition of uh, of juggling Really, isn't it? So a lot of people throw a club in the air and then their club will hit the floor and then they'll run over and try and grab someone else's club out of the other person's pattern and then that'll hit the floor and then they'll try and grab someone another club out of someone else's pattern. So all I'd suggest is if you throw a club in the air and if your first club has hit the floor or bounces on the floor, you know, by that time you should have like clear control of another, like another club or like a set of three clubs. And if you don't, just bow out gracefully and just go, oh, okay, I didn't get the club and walk away. Of course, some people really try and push it and you can get some quite interesting things with people throwing lots of high clubs and two people always going for the same clubs. But it's like you've got to be sensitive to that and that's what it says. There's no rules in this position, but uh, just play fair. A final thing about always being in control of three clubs is kicking up. Some people will, uh, I, I can remember uh, Yoni Temenen uh, doing this quite a lot at the uh, Nordic convention years ago. What he'd do is he would juggle three clubs put another club on his foot, then he would uh, throw one of his clubs at somebody else and knock them out, and then he would kick the club in from the floor. But of course, when he throws the club away to knock someone else out, he's only got two clubs, 
in his hands and then one on the floor. It's really really silly. It's really silly. But he kept on doing it over and over again. He would just throw the club away. And no one said, hey, that's not... Yeah, we all did. There was loads of people saying, hey, that's not cool. But he just kept on doing it. If you throw the fourth club, it's fine. Yeah, and that's what you should do. So what you should do is um, uh, either juggle three clubs with one on your foot and kick the one on your foot into the other person's pattern, that's fine. No problem at all. You can use the clubs on the floor because there's no rule against it. Or what you could do is kick the club up into your pattern and then throw another one into somebody else's pattern and knock them out. That's also quite cool. But you can't throw the club away, then kick another one up off the floor because you might as well just drop one and then kick another one up. And so that's the whole point. So, uh, And a few things that you can do, though, that's just a few things that you should not do to, to be uh, a nice uh, combat player, a nice gladiators player. What you can do is kick clubs up from the floor. Another thing that you can do is attack from behind, which is a lot of people going, oh, you attack me from behind. No, that is combat. If you've got lots of people milling around in a big thing, attacking people from the <coughs> behind is actually one of the most fun things to do. If you're both looking at each other and you, then you go for each other, it's like, yeah, but you might as well just be having a, like a one-on-one game. But attacking people from behind is where it always uh, always comes in really, uh, really nice, uh, really cool. Anyway, so there you go. Some ethics of, of playing combat, something to think about. Any questions, Paula? No. Any situations you want clearing up? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> what are you looking at? Trying to make fish again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an in-joke with me and Paula. We, we record maybe watching we, the... Maybe watching... we should do a screenshot of a fish yeah. so that the people know what we are talking about. Yeah, in the in the uh, recording program that uses Audacity, it comes up and you can see the shape Don't of what we're talking. Don't explain it. You did explain it <laughs> so many times. I, I know, but it's still funny. Paula's making fish with... Stop it. Okay, so uh, yeah, let's get on to some other things. Styles of, of combat. I mean, the styles of the games. There's different ways that you can play it. The most basic one that you'll see is, is group combat or melee combat, um, which is just lots of lots of people. Paula, if you're going to yawn, don't yawn into the mic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, so uh, yeah you just get lots of people that's a big big group you know standing around a circle last one juggling wins that's it pretty much Um, another way of doing this is what they call like continuous combat in a big group is if you drop you just pick up and you carry on again it works quite well if there's like less people so only a group of maybe five or six people so instead of the game lasting a minute and then everyone stopping and carrying on again you just keep picking up and it's great for training actually we do quite a lot of that at Berlin and you can have a game lasting maybe half an hour an hour (laughs) long and uh, in that time no, there's never a time when nobody's juggling so the energy keeps up nice and high and I'd suggest if you're doing this playing this for the first time at a juggling club um, or with a group of people who've never played it before I think that's probably the best way to go because even if one person is really good and they can knock people out easily, it means that they don't win every time because there's no winners, and that's really cool. Another style of, of combat is what we call Fight Club, and Polar's quite an expert at, at Fight Club, at the Fight Night, which is just one-on-one combat. So it's like group combat, except you just get to the interesting bit I mean, group combat's interesting all the way through, but there's a distinct part when there's just two people left at the end. And that's what Fight Club is, really. It's a one-on-one combat tournament or combat match. And, but uh, it's mainly for the audience. Yeah, it is for the audience. It's it's uh, more of a... Um, uh, it's more a show. Yeah, it's more of a show kind of thing. It's more for entertainment. And you, yeah, you just set it up and, and two people fight each other. And you do it like to the best to uh, three points or the best of five points and the way it works is if nobody's juggling at the end nobody gets a point if one person is juggling at the end for at least five or six catches that's the rule isn't it Polly yeah. at least five catches at the end <laughs> what yeah yeah last time we did the the team co- no the, the uh, fight club Polar forgot to mention that rule 
and people started booing at one point, didn't they? But no, uh, yeah, so you've got to keep juggling afterwards because that means if someone does a suicide attack and it's like, yeah, but my last club hit the floor after that person's last club hit the floor, which means I win. No, it doesn't. It means that you've got to keep juggling at the end for a bit longer than the other we person. We had that nice situation with, with Wes Peden, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Because he always forgot. He always stopped after three. Yeah. So he never got his point. <laughs> That's but true. he was always better. He was all, yeah, he was, was winning. Great. He was winning game after game. And he pointed at his clubs, of yeah. course. And and then he would always do like a quick cool flourish and scissor catch to finish with. You see what I did there with the scissor catch. And uh he uh, yeah, he would I just kept on saying, No, you're not winning points so that you've got to keep juggling to show that you're in control of your of your clubs. And he was perfectly in control, of course, but yeah. it didn't count. Very entertaining. Yeah. That's a fish. Yeah, I was going to say that perfectly. It distorted, but it was a fish. Uh, that's cool. So, yeah. It's, fish it's against a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Splat. Quick. <laughs> no, it's actually a fish rammed down a small pipe, you see, because it went, I forget it. So, yeah, that's that's Fight Club. Oh, yeah, and it's just a tournament. So, you get 16 players in, you have, you know, 16 matches or whatever it is. However you want to do it. I know, and sometimes it works well, and sometimes it's really entertaining. Sometimes it's okay, but it's not often more entertaining. What you should always do is get... People it's one are, of my favorite shows. Yeah, you should get people who are actually entertaining to enter. So get performers to enter, not just young kids who want to win because they're, I mean, they, they do okay, but it's not the most interesting thing. And the other, like, extension of this, uh, which actually was, you know, these competitions were held before the one-on-one fight club uh, format, was the team combat, which is pretty much team fight club. So it's is like it two-on-two. Sorry? Is it bad to burp? Yeah, if you're going to burp or talk, <coughs> do it into the microphone. <laughs> I think I'll cut that out. So, uh, yeah, team combat is just like like Fight Club. And the the only difference is that if two people are juggling at the end, they get two points rather than one point. Uh, and there's some other rules which stop people like saying, okay, so I've got three clubs, you've got three clubs, you pass me one of your clubs, so I'll juggle four I clubs. I prefer one against one. And and the other person just runs around and hits because he's only got two clubs after. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, or one standing behind the other person. You're allowed so to do that? So that they always get a point. They yeah, allowed to, yeah, sure, you're allowed to do that, but it's not that entertaining. It's It can be interesting. Different. There's there's more tactics involved <coughs> into it. Yeah, stop shouting into the microphone, you know? I'm not shouting, shut up. Anyway, so uh, Paula's got her own microphone. I'm going to teach her how to use it next week. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, and so that's about it, really. Oh, there are a few other kinds of of, of combat. Um, battle combat is is interesting, where you get two lines of each other, and you've got to get one person of your team juggling on the other side of their line. I'm not going to go into the rules now. And also ninja combat, which isn't so much a, a, like a competition game. What you do is you have a, a, a group of six people. And uh, they're all juggling, and one person stands in the middle, and the person standing in the middle just has to knock out everybody else's clubs in as quick a time as possible and as stylishly as possible. I've only played it a few times. One person, one time, I actually uh, damaged someone quite badly. I injured someone quite badly, but uh, it is it is a quite an interesting little experiment, a uh, little thing to do there with ninja combat. <gasps> That's a perfect fish. <laughs> it's the best fish we ever had. Best fish ever. Which word is it? Um, I we can't remember. I'll go look back later and look at that. So there, there's a different types of combat. So maybe wow. try out some of those things. Um, Fight Club, like the one-on-one, is, is good. Can we call this podcast Underwater World? Underwater World. Yeah. Uh, that can be the subtitle. Okay. Exploring the underwa- underwater world of audacity. Thank you. Anyway, finally, just wanting to just go into a few tactics that you can use or a little tips of how to become a better combat player, really. Play. Yeah, <laughs> really. Play for it. Every chance you get, join in. 
any convention that there is, there'll always be some games of combat going on. And if there isn't, why Normally don't you start late one? late at night. Yeah, late at night, but just start one. But be sensitive, because sometimes it can get quite big and you can take over too much of the gym. So, so try and keep it to like one end of the gym rather than right in the middle. Another thing you can do is just at your no- local juggling club, just play combat, even like one-on-one. It can get quite uh, quite interesting, just sort of like uh, have a, a running tally of who wins week after week or something, so you can really, oh, I don't know. But I guess um, you can't practice the coming from the back then. Uh, you can do, you can do, because you run past and the other person has to be able to turn round. Anyway, let's get on to the, some of these things. So that's a one thing that you must be able to do. If you can't turn round and juggle at the same time, like do a half pirouette or like a back cross and turn round underneath a back cross, learn it otherwise you'll just be knocked out time and time again another thing that you can do is not having to turn around like 180 degrees is keep moving sideways and moving sideways is quite cool because then nobody can sneak up from behind you because you can see them coming either from your right or your left and uh, that's a that's a good tip another thing is if someone attacks you or if you attack someone else move after the attack if you stay still you'll be knocked out if you do an attack and move after the attack you'll be able to uh get away get away and and people won't see you standing there like a like an idiot thinking oh what do i do now look around and stuff because if you do an attack and you take time to stop and try and see what's behind you somebody will be behind you and you'll be knocked out so uh, another thing is always be aware of all three clubs. There's no point in throwing a club up and then looking around and trying to find someone to hit and then looking back at your club and not knowing where it is because the only thing that you need to do to win the game is to keep juggling three clubs longer than anyone else. And if ever you take your eye off the ball, or eye off the club in this case, and throw a club up and not look at it and not know where it is and not know where your high club is, you might as well just throw it away and you might as well just leave the game. You have to know where your high throw has gone to so never just throw a club really high did you hear that oh, someone's got a mobile phone on anyway so never just throw your club really high and uh, and not think about it because that's all you're doing as well and another thing that you need to uh, be careful of is uh, is people stealing clubs from your pattern so the ones in your hands you throw one high some people actually just reach out and grab a club out of your hand or if you if you sort of hold a club out for them to sort of ward it off if they if they hit your club hard enough it'll just spring straight out your hand it'll just be gone and that'll be it so uh, hold on to the two clubs in your hand as well be aware of the clubs in your hand yeah so uh, another tip if you want to steal a club out of someone's hand or out of the pattern do uh, like two, th- two like go into a, like one up, two up in that kind of pattern. So just throw two up synchronous, and then s- grab a club, and that's a, the best way to go into it. Because if they go up in a synchronous pattern, uh, you don't need to worry about catching one club and then another club, and they'll pretty much stay together in the air. Another tip: attack from behind. I've said that already, but I can't say it enough. Attacking from behind is one of the most fun things to do, especially if you're not a great player and you just want to get better and get used to sort of moving around and attacking people. Finally, be sensitive, be gentle, and aim. The worst thing that you can do is just uh, someone throws a club and you just sort of wave your club through somebody else's pattern. It's not going to do anything at all. And if they're a good juggler, it's not going to make any difference to their pattern at all because they've already thrown one high when they've seen you coming. You're just going to swing your club around and nothing will happen at all. What you need to do is spot a club in their pattern. You see it going right to left, to right, to left, to right, to left, and follow the club. And it's like you're going to do a takeout. It's like you're going to do a steal. You're going to sort of take it out of the pattern. That's what you do. You just insert your club, tap it gently, and that's all you'll need. Same as if someone throws a club really high. All you need to do is, as it comes down, just reach up, tap it out of the air, and, and that's all it takes. And some of the best combat players 
don't use any effort at all. Jay Gilligan, when he's against, up against someone, I mean, he's quite frantic, but his attacks, they're just so subtle that he just goes, tonk, and they're gone. And the same with uh, uh, Jochen, big Jochen from Berlin. It's like it, people just sort of bounce off him in a way. They just sort of fall away from him because he can just like turn and without even thinking about it, tonk, and they're out. And that's really it. It's subtlety. Subtlety will get you uh, everywhere. So you can actually train this. If there's two people and you're willing to give it a go, get one person to juggle three clubs, and one person is going to be the attacker and just follow a club and just tap it out of the pattern and do it from different angles and you can actually get very very good at combat or much much better at combat with hardly any effort at all uh, just by practicing it just to, just about practice it for five minutes and swap over a few times and straight away you'll be better at combat because you'll just understand how the uh, how combat works and how you to never be subtle told me. Well, if you'd have come along to some of my combat workshops that I've run at juggling conventions, uh, mm-hmm. you'd have seen this workshop, go- uh, seen this uh, thing going on. A few other things that you can train is catching a club by the wrong end. You will catch clubs by the wrong end. So practice, um, as we call them, oh shits, um, which means to catch it and flip it round. Or and, and the other one to do is actually just uh, throw high and learn how to throw high in combat you'll probably never need to throw much higher than a triple so just throw some triples and that'll probably all you need to do and if you get used to that you can you can throw triples have a look around attack someone and and keep going again and that's pretty much all you need to all you need to know so if anyone else has got any cool tactics or cool tips for combat in next week's podcast we'll um, read out some more won't we yes we will one final thing. These are some of my views on uh, on combat. But if you go to um, a website called www.buildingweight.com, it's Jay Gilligan's blog website. Uh, the you know where he uh, always types up about his adventures. It's a good read. But if you scroll down, or if you just search for like Control F and uh, and then search for combat or gladiators or something like that, he's got a whole essay in there where he talks about uh, how to uh, how to focus on controlling your pattern. His his philosophy is like play against yourself, make it sort of like so even if you don't know what's going on, nobody else will know what's going on. So nobody can ever sort of track you down and, and find out what you're going to do because you're just way ahead of them and ahead of yourself at the same time so uh, read up about you know his essay on combat because i i really do recommend it and it's good reading and just read his blog because it's really good so i think that's pretty much it uh we've been going about what 35 minutes now so uh, let's wrap this up i hope you've enjoyed it any questions send them off to luke at juggler.net or if you want f- emails to polar uh, your website is polabrentle at yahoo.com okay and this is spelled p-o-l-a-b-r-a-e-n-d-l-e that's polar brentler i only say that because someone actually said in the email uh, I'd, I'd email polar but i can't spell a name uh, another thing to do is actually just go to the website polarbrentler.com and find out about polo and artwork which is pretty cool also talking websites go to lukeburge.com forward slash juggling podcasts dot html or just go to Luke Burge and click on the link there. You can find the archives and all the information that you need about the show. And uh, again, some people said, oh, are you going to put links on your page? Because he wanted to find um, uh, the email address, or was it videos of Stefan Singh, and he couldn't find them anyway. He found them in the end, but uh, he says, why don't you just put links to these people's videos? Maybe I will. And maybe some pictures, because we take photos of, the, yeah. of all the people that we uh, interview with. So uh, Yeah, normally I do. Yes, we do take pictures, is what I said. <laughs> Uh-huh. Anyway, let's uh, let's wrap it up there, Pona. Um, combat, gladiators. It's good fun. Try it out. Doesn't appeal to everyone, but uh, hopefully you've learned a little bit and uh, maybe got a bit enthusiastic about uh, combat. 
in the future we will do another thing about volley club and other juggling games i think because uh, i'd really like to oh, do cool. that yeah and uh yeah any any last comments to say polar no nope. nothing at all no nope. okay so uh see you later guys i guess the music's already coming in now so um see you next week at juggling podcast number 34 bye bye because you say bye roughly four times. Okay. Bye. Five times. Bye. Six times. <laughs> Go on online.